Welcome to the Sports MBT Insider, a platform where we are unrelenting in covering our women in sport. And of course, we absolutely love celebrating those big achievements, but even those small achievements as well. And today we are focusing on a sporting code that many people don't actually know is a professional sporting code. Many of us play this for fun, and sometimes we forget that this is actually a professional sport. We're talking about the sport of squash. And today we are joined by an absolutely phenomenal squash player. Her name is Lizelle Muller. Lizelle, how are you? doing today i'm good thanks how are you i'm doing very very well thank you so much for joining us on the sports mbt insider and i'm certain that myself and our listeners will absolutely love this conversation because this sporting code is one that we don't often talk about as well but i would like for us to start the conversation here how did the squash bug actually bite you so mom and dad play squash um, and we, since we were actually born, days that I can't remember, um, went with when they had their league games and social games. So we actually had to, we had a little blanket and our little pillow and go with them and sleep in the little ditch that was in front of the court. Ah, oh, you're the court. Um, and ever since, like, I was six years old, I had a teeny tiny little racket of my own. Um, I just started hitting the ball and grade one, I played my first EP, I made EP colors. And then ever since that, I just carried, carried on and here I am now. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Let's talk a little bit about the, the day ins and day outs of a squash player. What exactly do you get up to and what does a regular routine look like for you? Well, I don't. I think my routine is completely different to other professionals because I am a mom. Um, I have four little ones. Um, I work as well. So for me, it's just like some mornings. I I pick my mornings like say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday and Thursday, and I'll do an early morning like a five o'clock session. And then um, when all the kids are sleeping. And then I'll do my squash training actually on court when when hubby comes home and he can watch the kids for me a bit. And then every other day, um, yeah, I'll maybe do like an afternoon session and an evening session, um, depending on how the kids are and how late they are at school or if hubby can help me. So yeah, it's quite a it's quite a busy um, schedule. It's been the last couple of years. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's me. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Now, the one special thing about you that I would love to emphasize and to highlight is that usually we see athletes in their early 20s turn pro. Now, you turned pro in your mid-30s. How special was this achievement for you since you started playing squash since you were literally five or six years old? Um, yeah, it's always it's always been a dream to play professionally like just a little bit of a higher level than normal your ep colors and stuff like that um it took me a while i think uh, i was just my midlife crisis was a bit early in my life <laughs> so yeah and then i met i met my husband at 29 
and he's a sport fanatic. He used to play rugby, like a good rugby player, Marius Miller. So, and he just, he just, like he believed in me. And he, he knew that I had such a big love for the sport. Um, and he pushed me to like, like you can do this. Like you've got the time to train now. If you, I'll watch the kids or all that stuff like that. And it just, I just wanted more. Um, and I was enjoying myself so much, all the training, like being on court and having coach and all that was just like, it was so satisfying. And um, yeah, so that's why I had a little bit, I wish I could do it a little bit earlier, um, but I'm quite happy that I, when I did start, because I think um, more, I was more mature, um, I knew that I had to be very dedicated um, the things I needed to do to actually get there. I was past my mid midlife crisis. Like I just had everything and that was just the one thing that I wanted and I did it. I think at the right time, a little bit late, but for me, I think right time. Definitely. They say that things happen at the perfect time. So I'm certain you turn pro at the absolutely perfect time as well. I would love for us to talk about your recent defeat at the national championship finals. Now it happened a few years ago and you lost twice in the national final. Usually as an athlete, you talk about defeats as moments that, that are sad, moments that lead to failure, but also these are moments that shape you as a professional athlete. Take us through these two defeats and also how they've shaped you as a professional athlete. Um, I think with Milnay and Alex, which were the two defeats, um, they were like in their prime and they were training hard and um, I was still like in the up and coming um, players, like trying to get the feel of what I need to do and everything that I needed to do. So for me, it was obviously like a disappointment because I knew I was working hard, but I knew that they were doing a little bit more. So it was a it was lessons for me, um, like a little bit speaking to them and just hearing what they do um, made me realize that I had to do a little bit more. So it wasn't really a little bit of a disappointment, but also like a lot of lessons um, for me. Um, yeah, it's it's just I also knew that I had to play more more tournaments um, to get the exposure, exposure and experience that, that they had, um, just like to get to know all the players and their ways and their, their game plans and stuff like that. So for me, oh, it's just, I think all the hard work just paid off at the end. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit about last month as well. And this is when you won your first national title at the age of 37. And of course, we now spoke about the bad moments, of course, losing twice in the national final. And then tell us about the moment when everything just works together. And then you are the person who lifts the trophy at the end of the day. Oh, man, I still get goosebumps when I think about it. Um, yeah, uh, going on that court on last month was just, I knew that I did all the work. Um, I knew that I did more. Um, I lost my first game. Um, I think that was just a little bit like more nerves. 
than anything else. It's a big moment. It's this glass court. I mean, all we we train on normal courts all year long, and now we get on this glass court, which is completely different. It's faster. It's quicker. Sometimes you can't see the ball. So I knew that I had to adjust. I need. I had. I know. I knew that I had to just calm down and just believe in myself because I knew that I worked hard. And then everything just like I got the court, everything just worked on the court. And I think the month before that, I played Milnea at the Interprovincials here in Port Elizabeth and um, also beat her. So I just went on and my game plan and I was just calm for the first time ever. I just felt so relieved and so excited because I knew that this is kind of like my last year, I think. I am 37 now <laughs> and the youngsters are coming through. I knew this was kind of like my last year and I had to give and do everything in my power to to claim that because it's been a it's been a dream. I, like I think like 10, 13 years I played, um, 13 years ago, I played nationals. And just seeing those players lift the trophy was just so inspiring. Like I knew I wanted it. And um, yeah, this year was just my year. And I lifted that with all pride and all luck. It's just such a happy moment for me. Oh, absolutely beautiful. We talk about perfect timing, and I'm certain that trophy came just at the perfect at time. At the right time. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about your brother, Diervolt. And I know that he's such an incredible, special part of your journey. He is your brother. And also, you guys train together as well. How important has he been to your journey as a professional squash player? Um, look, he's been in um, Johannesburg for a couple of years now. He's he studied there, he studied there, and now coaching and training up there as well. So and like he'll come down every three or four months for a week or so. So yeah, when we had the chance, we'll he'll we'll train together, and there's some like routines and stuff that'll show me and. We'll talk about the sport a little bit, like what he's been doing, what I've been doing, and try just like positive things to each other and just build each other up. So it's not really been we don't we haven't been really been training together much, but when we had the chance, we will we will train. Absolutely beautiful. Let's talk a little bit about your career. Of course, you talk about it's it's towards the latter end of of the of your career, but also let's look at the bigger picture in terms of what does the future for South African squash look like as we look into the years to come, and especially at some of those young athletes that are coming through the ranks. Look, we've got a couple like quite a bit of youngsters coming through. I mean, you have your um, Tegan Rue and you have your Jenny Priest and you have your Alexa Pinar and all those girls coming through. Um, I think if, if they have like the dedication and to push through and take it further, I think the sport can grow. It's been a little bit hard with the whole COVID thing that's happened the last like two years but I think now with it calming down a little bit um I think it's going to get more they'll they'll start training more and there's and they're all like kind of 
done with their, their studies and stuff as well, so they can put more effort into the sport. Um, it's quite a hard thing because it's not really a financially strong sport. So you, for me, you kind of got, you got to love the sport. Um, not not for the financial side. That's my opinion. Um, so let's hope you are with things being a little bit normal that that will have more players coming up through to your NSO. You're locked onto the Sport NBT Insider, a podcast for unrelenting coverage of women in sport. I absolutely love diving deeper into the journeys of our athletes, coaches, and administrators to get to know them a little bit better than we do. Coming up this Wednesday is an interesting round of quick fire questions, a great opportunity for some good laughs and some great banter. Keep it locked onto Sport MVT, where we celebrate our women in sport.